0: So the big question is this, how do we overcome stuttering without years of speech therapy, expensive ear devices, or old school methods that don't really work in the real world? And how do we master our stutter so we can become the confident and fluent speakers we all deserve to be? That is the question and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name is Daniel Francis and welcome to the Master Your Stutter Podcast.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome again to the 30-Day Speaker Summit. We have a wonderful guest, Dat Lee, all the way in Vancouver, British Columbia. Uh, Dat Lee is an entrepreneur and investor. He has invested and started multi-seven-figure businesses. Uh, Dat Lee has a passion of sharing all of his insights and teaching you exactly how he got to be at the level of success he's at today. Dad has a YouTube channel, focuses on his experience, his development, and as well, he connects with other entrepreneurs that share their, uh, share their story. If you are all about learning personal development and entrepreneurship, then you definitely need to check out Dad Lee's YouTube channel, which is at Dat Lee 888. So with that being said, uh, Dad Lee has, has also been a personal mentor of mine and he's someone who I've always looked up to uh, just because of his drive and his ambition. And he's created a lot of success. So uh, Dat Lee, welcome to the summit.
2: Uh, thank you for having me. What an intro.
1: <laughs> awesome. So
2: I'm excited to be here. Excited to be like, um,
1: yeah. Awesome. Well, welcome again. Uh, so in, in this topic specifically, Dat, and the, uh, the category that I want to pick your mind on, is this idea of networking? So a lot of people, you know, have trouble extroverting and just connecting to a stranger or going up to someone without looking needy or too aggressive. And I know you've actually created a YouTube video specifically on this. And I, I definitely want to kind of pick your brain and you know kind of see where, you know, you see a lot of people go wrong with this. So with that being said, what what are your you know uh, basic tips with you know being a great networker and connecting with others?
2: I think one of the biggest things when you're want to just connect with people is you have to be authentic about it. And what I mean by that is you can't just go into any situation trying to be um, the person that just trying to extract everything you can from somebody. It's, it's all about like having a really good exchange in terms of just both parties having an exchange factor. And a lot of people think that just because you're a novice or you're new to something that, that you're kind of behind or you have uh, nothing to share. Because sometimes when, you know, on the flip side, people are very successful. They want to help other people. They want to give back. And they also want to have that type of exchange because when you get to a certain level, uh, giving back is a huge thing. So when it comes to networking, it's always about, look, like be completely transparent. If you're new, say you're new. Uh, I know a lot of people try to fake it till they make it, but in a network setting, uh, people will know real quick. (laughs) If if you actually know what you're talking about because obviously in any industry, there's specific jargons and it's really quickly discovered if you actually don't know what you're talking about. So number one, just be completely transparent and people really um, they admire someone that just is able to say that they're new and, and they're trying to learn something. There's no shame in, in saying like where you are or or like what you're aiming to do. Mm -hmm. So number one would be just be transparent um, and go in it with, with, you know, being able to offer something in return. And it doesn't have to be anything like substantial, like money or uh, anything major. Like if you just give appreciation, sometimes that's just enough, but don't just go in trying to get the most and and get the least uh, as an exchange. Mm
1: -hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. And when you talk about this idea of value, what do you mean exactly by that? By offering value from your end?
2: So like value can be anything, anything in terms of like what you're able to bring to the table. It could be a story. It could be your opinion. It could be something that makes someone think something that, you know, that they didn't know about something else. So like value does not just has to be like the exchange of money. It could be the exchange of ideas. It could be the exchange of support or whatnot. So it really depends on the situation, but just being able to give something. Mm -hmm. I love that. So like, I'll give you an example. So a lot of people, when, when they try to connect with someone on LinkedIn, for example, they say, Hey, look, I do da, 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 all this. And, and, you know, I think my business could help you da, 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 right. Like all of a sudden just trying to sell, sell, sell without being able to like, just ask them, Hey, like, you know, I, I'm looking to uh, offer this type of program. And I see that you're someone that's really successful in this field. I would love to buy you a coffee or buy you lunch and just like, you know, pick your brain and, uh, and just, you know, have that time together. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot more engaging for someone that receives it, like, you know, through a text instead of just being like splat on. Right. Because honestly, there's so many things going on these days and people are getting bombarded by email, by, by messages from every all parties. Mm -hmm. So it's just being really like elegant with how you approach it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. No, that's massive. Well, even putting this event together, there's, there's obviously an aspect of networking or meeting people who I've never known before. And there has to be a value proposition. Or, you know, you need to have your things together, you know, um, to actually get people's attention. So I, I, I totally agree with that, um, you know, and, and for and that and for the for the introverts. So for, say for for people that are not naturally extroverted, like I don't know if you would consider yourself an extrovert, but, but for the people that are naturally introvert, do you have any tips for them to just really get out of their bubble and really connect with others? Because I, I feel like there's almost like that fear sometimes because, you know, this whole event is on speaking with confidence, right. And not being judged. Right. And you know, what, what tips and advice would you kind of give to that natural introvert that wants to go meet those new people that want to get out of their comfort zone uh, kind of like has that fear in that voice that kind of holds them back.
2: I think the first thing I would tell them is first of all, everyone feels the exact same way you do. It doesn't matter if it's like someone who looks like they're just like the most outgoing person in the room. Everyone feels that exact same way. It's just, the person who seems extroverted, they just go out and and actually engage. Mm -hmm. So I think like me growing up, uh, I came from a very conservative Vietnamese background and I grew up uh, as English being my second language. And and I like, when I was just, you know, growing up, I was super shy because I didn't want to say the wrong thing. That's the biggest thing. Like, you're not going to say anything wrong if you're respectful and you're just transparent with people. Like no one's going to be offended. So just know that. as long as you're respectful of people and and you just engage uh, with manners and and with integrity and and ethics, like just go and do the action. My first tip though would just be when you see someone right away, just say, hey, and and shake their hand Mm -hmm. because that gives you time not to think about not to do it (laughs) because that's the biggest, that is the biggest thing that holds people back. It's like, should I go over there and talk to this person? Should I go over there and talk to that girl? And the more time you have to think about it, the more scenarios that your brain uh the like processes to tell you not to. <laughs> Honestly, that would be like the, the easiest tip for you guys within four seconds or like within five seconds of seeing someone shake out their hand because no one no one has ever not shook shaken my hand if I just stuck it out there.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Cool, man. Well, man, that's that's some, that's some great advice. Cause you know, I've obviously met a lot of people and you've, you've trained, I would say hundreds, hundreds of reps and on confidence and communication. This is a, it's a common theme with a lot of people where they're scared to really get out of their comfort zone. And, you know, from what I've understood that it's, it's turning off that, that block in your head and, and just, and just going and, and doing it. So that's awesome. Um, one, one,
2: other th- one other thing I want to add is like, no matter where you are in your life and your career, you have something to add, to, to provide somebody. Like, like, don't don't just think of yourself as you know someone that's below other people. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're trying to engage with someone who's more successful or or someone who is more knowledgeable than you in some type of like a field, you're not below anybody. And I think when people can understand that concept, then they're able to share more. Is they get caught up, you know, thinking that hey, this person is way further than I am, so therefore I can't give them any value, and that's simply not not the case.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. And, you know, um, I know you talked about this in in your YouTube video as well on this topic. Um, what are some great places that someone, cause you know, there's a lot of busy professionals and they have a lot of, you know, there's, they're, they're, they're juggling so many things at uh, you know, at the exact same time in a single day, and they're so exhausted with networking and they don't want to waste their time. Like they know it's important. Um, where do you recommend are some great places to go and network and kind of meet like-minded people? Because there's a bunch of people who are not like-minded and you end up just wasting your time with that.
2: I think uh, like professional workshops, conferences, um, different industry events, and even like playing sports is a big one. For me, like in my um, my own life, I I play sports with uh, like a lot of different entrepreneurs and just through time and just through like just having a personal relationship with them it has transpired into like a professional relationship as well. And and you want to, you want to also be like conscious about it as well. It's like, where do you want to be right in your career or in your life? And what type of events would those people tend to to go to? Right. And and then therefore, if you go to these types of events, you're eliminating the chance of meeting people who won't spend the money to actually go do these things and develop themselves.
1: That's huge. That's huge. So sports, I I definitely need to go do more of that. I think with COVID, you know, kind of put a lot of things on hold
2: (laughs) hundred percent, but, but that's one of the the most uh, for me, one of the most funnest places to network because just just think about like all entrepreneurs, all person like uh, professionals, they're all human. Like most people want to be active and want to engage with others. Right. And playing sports, there's an element of, you know, individuality, but there's also an element of working together and also competition you know, having a healthy competition and in the spirit of competition really goes a long way.
1: That's huge. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. I think a lot of people complicate this, this idea. And I was, I was interviewing uh, Chase, uh, one of the other interviews and he was just saying like, or sorry, this was Patrick. And he was saying, um, you know, you you can just meet anyone everywhere, like on your way to work, on your drive, ordering coffee. Um, Like you can just do it everywhere. And I think people overcomplicate this idea on your, while you're doing, while you're living your life, you know, you just have to force yourself to go at an extrovert and go out and meet those new people. And it's like, even just going to that sports arena or even just getting out and getting into your car, it's such a hassle. But when you go and do it, it's like, you know, there's a great experience because of it. And I think that's what you're almost getting at too, which is just getting out of your, your natural habitat. Cause you know, a lot of people are, can be workaholics. (laughs)
2: Yeah and I think like you know most people depending on uh, their experience in life especially when you transition from like uh, elementary school if you go went to a middle school or directly to a high school there's always kind of like this this change period where people have to meet new friends and it can be scary depending on like if they had a lot of like friends prior at their other school and, and it just goes on and on and for me I I've, I've been in this school for like so long in terms of just elementary then I went to a middle school then I went to a high school then I went to post-secondary education. So if I just like, it's always the same. All people have have, like the fear of of being judged, but it's all about just being able to say, Hey, look, you know, like that person's not going to be upset if I just say hi to them. Mm -hmm. No one in the history of mankind has been angry when someone just, you know, uh, greets them and and just wants to get to know them. Yeah. And that's something that like, we all just need to take a step back and just realize like everyone actually wants to make friends Mm -hmm. and some people, just have a little bit more courage and experience doing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, like networking and communication, is just like any other muscle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The more you do it, the better you get at it.
1: Mm. Yeah, I love that. And dad, I'm going to take a little bit of a different approach with this question right here, because you're someone who's very good on the spot. And I don't know, you know, you probably don't take that for granted, but you're someone who's very quick and you're someone who has that ability to just kind of put his words together and come out very... I don't want to say attractive, but uh, like you have your stuff together. And that is a skill. A lot of people would love to have where you put them on the spot and they just know how to say the right words at the right time. And they know how to, you know, again, be attractive and be able to explain their message and connect with others. Now for, for a lot of people who maybe don't have that naturally, are, are there, are there any things that you would kind of recommend for people, whether it's books to read, whether it's um, I don't know, different experiences to go out. Cause just even interviewing you right now, man, I just, I, I, I appreciate your responses. It's just, this isn't scripted, right? But it, it sometimes it can feel like it's scripted. hundred <laughs> percent.
2: I think uh, most people, like if they want to get good at speaking, there's no other thing than actually the act of doing it. Like you can read a book, but the only difference when you read a book and you interact in real life is there's that real life experience and the feel time. Mm-hmm. And you can't get that unless you just go out and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you think about like any other profession, like comics or actors or any other like, professional that, that they have to go up, they, they've trained for so long. And I think if you're just completely new to public speaking, it's okay to suck. Like, just know that it's okay to really like at the beginning of your, your, your stages, if you suck, it's a-okay because I think what happens is people put too much pressure to be exactly someone like someone who is well-versed and that's been trained for years. Mm -hmm. And also it's fun to be able to like, look back, you know, a year, two years and look back and say, wow, I've grown a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's where like a lot of your value and also like a lot of your uh, feeling of accomplishment will come from. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not going to be coming from oh like, you know, yesterday, I suck at speaking now today. I'm like just amazing it doesn't work like that it's like man yesterday i was really bad today i'm a little less bad and tomorrow i'm hopefully a little bit better than that and the more you do it and 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 go through it and the more that you're able to to go out there and do it it's just going to happen for you it's just going to be better like reading books it's great because it gives you the uh like the framework and also gives you like other people's uh experiences of what they've seen so you can also have like more information to, to actually uh, use as you're going out, but there's nothing that will make you better than just going out and doing it. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Just simple. Like Nike, just do it. (laughs) You you have to,
2: because like, there's no other way that to do it. Like reading books is great because it just gives you a framework that you can use. Mm -hmm. And also books can give you like, um, like can responses or just something to go towards. Right. Yeah. You you can put in your back pocket. Mm because usually people, when they, when they have, like, they have conversations, they'll, they'll they'll talk about something they read or something they've seen in a movie or whatnot. Right. And you have something that's interesting that you just put in your back pocket. It's like, you know, Oh yeah, that's great. Hey, have you ever like read this book? I really uh, enjoyed when they said this, this and this, Mm -hmm. and now you've provided some value, right? Because they might've never heard about that book or that concept, but you brought it to the
1: table. Love that connecting it from the beginning. Right. It's like having Mm -hmm. this, like the belt of all these different tools. Um, you know, it's, it's also funny because, uh, you know, you're also, you're also an investor that meaning that people are basically almost cold calling you obviously not cold calling, but there's some type of pitch aspect and they want to network with you and they want to potentially get that to invest into whatever they're doing. And, you know, for all the, um, I don't know, the friends that want to network with high-level players like you, um, to kind of go back to this what, what are turnoffs when people approach you about a business venture or somewhere where they want to get your attention? What are some turnoffs and what are some, some good signs when you actually do make the investment in in some people?
2: (laughs) Again, like, uh, like, like I like to be approached slowly. Uh, you know, sometimes when someone wants to move in too quick, you know, that's kind of a turnoff in a way. Right. Because like, I don't know you, potentially like i don't know your background it, it takes time it takes time for me to, and most people to develop a, a relationship and a connection because at the end of the day i want to know if you're a person of your word if you're a person of integrity and you're a person who's consistent mm. right but if, if, you're, if you're just throwing hail marys all the time just to get my attention but you know when i call you back and you don't answer or you know you don't actually able to follow through with the things that you're trying to like you know tell me you can that's the biggest one. Like I have a lot of people pitching me all these random ideas, but when I ask for a few uh, emails back with confirmations, they can't send it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That must, that must be a big turnoff. Just like actually someone being consistent. I think that's why a lot of people are not actually successful just in, in business ventures or just, just in life in general. Right.
2: Like yes, one thing I'll tell you guys, point. is <laughs> like um, when, when I was in, uh, I think I was in middle school or high school and uh, they were giving out this little key and this little keychain in the shape of a key. And the keychain said, you know, consistency is the key to success. <laughs> and there's nothing more true than that. Because it's just like anything else. Over time, if you're consistent, you'll get exactly where you want to go.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that rubs off when you're networking with others, like even to keep it on the topic, like <clears throat> someone like yourself that. Um, I'm sure that you've met a lot of people in your life. You you can just read people off the bat. It's, it's almost like you have that sixth sense where you just like, you know, within a couple seconds, within a couple words, it's like, you can kind of just, I mean, I've done, I've done door to door. So I've knocked on like a hundred thousand doors and I can almost Mm -hmm. categorize everyone now. I'm just like, yeah, sale, not a sale interest, not interest decision-maker, not a decision maker. Right. Um, you know, and it's funny. And I think when you talk about consistency, it's like, um, when you are that consistent human being, when you're showing up, when you got a lot of things going, things just naturally work out. So when you actually show up at that networking event, or when you, when you connect with that individual, just randomly, you're on point. You're there just like this interview, dad, like mm-hmm. you are, you know, I'm sure you had a bunch of different things you were doing today. So when you're here, there's no script, there's no preparation. You just living life. You just living, in, you know, that's life. And when you have that now, I, I just believe, I think what I'm trying to get is network, be networking becomes so much easier because you're living your life and you're consistent with all your words. You're you're an ethics at all times. If that makes sense.
2: hundred percent. And it's easier to be consistent because you never have to backtrack. Mm. And what I mean by that is if, like, if you're just honest with people and you tell them exactly where you are, what you're trying to achieve and whatnot, people like, they will only respect someone who is trying. Right? but if you're just trying to make things up to sound better, you're you're kind of like you know lying a bit or exaggerating, then it's, it's definitely a turn off, right? And that's not being consistent,
1: mm. especially with networking. Hundred percent, one networking that would just turn off someone instantly because
2: right? they can tell. Like you know, like the more successful someone is, the better bullshit detector they have.
1: <laughs> instant, eh? It's it just instant. Well, I, 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 remember calling you, right. And it's, it's that, it's that, you know, it's just having that, like that transparent conversation, you know, it's, and I, dad, I've done this like, cause I've invited a bunch of people out here and it's, you know, I find a lot of people, it's just like, is, does this guy have his stuff together? Is he 100%. There, right? Is he going to waste my time? And that's a form of networking. And it's, it's, it's being on point. And it's like, do you, if I ask you a question, are you fumbling on your words? Or do you actually know your stuff? And I think think that goes with everything in life. If you don't have this, like it's really hard. And I I think in just in business in general, just as a professional or or whatever, you got to have your stuff together, like, and you got to be able to explain yourself on the spot. I think I learned this from you and other people that I used to work with. It's like, what's the answer? And you better know it. And if you don't know it, why don't you know? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And networking is very similar to that, you know. especially if you want to network with the right people, not with the wrong people. That's a whole nother conversation. But if you want to find right people on your network, I think that's the whole idea behind this category.
2: Yeah. And also like networking, is just not a one day thing or one event thing, right? Like obviously you want to build a relationship. It takes obviously numerous attempts and obviously uh, cultivation to build that relationship with someone. So, so go in there with a mindset of building a long lasting relationship, not just a one night connection.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a one night stand.
2: Yeah, exactly. It, it's one of those things that if you really want to build a powerful network, these people are going to be like in and out of your lives for a long time, but every single time, you know, going forward, uh, when you speak to them, they already have that trust in you and they will always vouch for you because you've been so consistent over time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as we're kind of getting to the end of this interview, I, I, I have a great question because you're really good at this. It's that aspect of having like, you know, um, communications like ping pong, right? It's like bang, 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 bang. I think what a lot of people do wrong is they just talk a lot or they don't talk at all. And I would love to pick your brain on this of what is a good balance between talking too much or not talking enough, because there, there has to be a great aspect of both to again, build the right networks and whatever the, whatever the situation is.
2: I think if you just listen first and then like give feedback that, that will always do you well. Uh, I know a lot of people just want to just like unload all they got on the conversation and have nothing left to offer after but it's just again take the conversation slow right give the other person a chance to speak and and go back and forth and as you guys will like um, develop your ability to communicate you you'll know when to pause and ask the other person a question and when to you know when to let them lead mm. right so that, that comes with a lot more time too um, and and developing you know your your ability as, as a speaker in your own way Mm. A conversationalist. Mm.
1: Do you recommend any jobs specifically? Do you recommend any any decisions that someone should make to kind of go down to to learn this skill? I, well, know you just I think. Do it. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, like uh, if you're in sales, sales is probably one of the best skills to have because it all comes down to being able to sell your thoughts, sell yourself, sell the product, also sell the person on the idea of how this product or service can benefit them. So, selling is all, always definitely um, a, a good. Uh, entry way to, to get into communication, like marketing as well, marketing and sales go hand in hand. I would say sales, like uh, if you got like a door to door job, that's definitely like in-person selling. If you were to do, um, writing like a uh, marketing copy, that's more like of the uh, sales copy written type of format, but just understand the psychology of uh, communicating is huge.
1: Mm, love that. This, this was awesome, man. You, the, you, if, if you guys are taking notes, that just dropped a lot of fire, man. That's awesome. Um, so that, that, as we start to wrap up uh, this interview, um, is there, is there any last thoughts that you want to you know, give to the viewers right now when it comes to networking, when it, when it comes to just communicating your words effectively and and finding, you know, the right people and being able to, you know, be attractive in that situation to catch their attention.
2: Yeah. Number one is, is keep coming to events like this, that, that, It's helping you elevate and helping you understand, you know, critical parts of your life, like communication, like having confidence, like really understanding where your value as a person comes from, from that, you'll really start to like know exactly what type of standards you have as a person. And you can start eliminating things that you don't really have the the value for. What I mean is like, you know, are you keeping someone in your life just because they're they've been around for a long time, or are you keeping them in your life because, they're actually the good person that you want to, you know, remain friends with and and continuously build your bond with, right? So, you know, keep doing anything and everything to empower yourself to make better decisions and know that you have full control of all areas in your life. And if you right now think that you're a shy person who uh you know can't be an extrovert, believe me, if you just put in your mind that you're gonna be an extrovert and put the time to do it, it's just gonna come.
1: I love that. That's awesome. That's amazing. Well, that thank you so much. I, uh, you know, I'm I'm very grateful for you to actually jump on and share your wisdom and knowledge. Again, my name is Daniel Francis. That they can if they want to learn more about you and kind of your your mindset is the best place. YouTube slash uh eight eight eight.
2: Uh, yeah. Right now, you can just go on my YouTube, uh, and then also I'm getting like another website built. Uh, Dadly.io. That's in the works. But yes, yeah, check out my YouTube for now, and uh, connect with me on Facebook or LinkedIn as well
1: awesome well thank you so much that lee uh that was awesome again for all the viewers um we are in the 30 day speaker summit be sure to click uh, click the next video for the next interview and we'll see you then
0: hey everyone thank you so much for tuning into the podcast i hope you enjoyed it now i don't know if you've seen my free training or not but you definitely want to check it out i share my three secrets on how to overcome stuttering And be a confident speaker. So hop on over to MasterYourStutter.com and be sure to watch the training. After the training, you will qualify for a free strategy session with me over the phone. You don't want to miss this. So thank you again and see you on the next show.